Amen. Divine Father, we thank you for this privilege to come before the throne of grace. We ask, O oh God, that you hear our prayer this evening, O oh God. Speak to your children, O oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. So Please this month is our month of overflow. 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 And when we look at the Bible from the beginning of the script, from the beginning of the Bible all the way to the end of the Bible, God bless some people. Hallelujah. He blessed so many people. I can name some of them Abraham, he blessed. He blessed Solomon. Oh, great. Great. He blessed David. They all became rich and wealthy. Hallelujah. Amen. And that grace is still available to all of us. Amen. Amen. So today we want to look at one or two, three things in the Bible that can also cause us to walk in the overflow. Amen. So my title is Take Heed. Take Heed. Take Heed. Hallelujah. To take heed means to give serious attention to warnings, advice, or fact or situations on ground and take them into account when acting. Hallelujah. It also means to be careful and precautious to take care and ensure that certain things are done or not done to avoid ugly effects. Or on present results. Hallelujah. So take heed of yourself. Number one, to give serious attention to warnings, advice, or facts, or situations on the ground, and take them into account when acting. Number two, it also means to be careful and precautious to take care and ensure that certain things are done or not done to avoid ugly effects or unpleasant results. Amen. And on this note, we take our first scripture, Second, Second Chronicle chapter 7, verse 14. It's a scripture that we all know very, very, very well. And it says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will, give, I will, and I will forgive their sins and heal their land. Hallelujah. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray. So there's one thing to humble yourself and another thing to pray. And he says that, and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. So so many conditions there. Call by men who humble themselves, number one. Pray and seek my face. Turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven and I'll forgive their sin. And heal their land. Hallelujah. 
I believe you all of us want to enjoy overflow blessings, isn't it? I've not come across anybody. I've lived for a few years. I would say a few years. As I look, I look like 17 years old boy. But I've not come across anybody who says I don't want to be rich. I don't want to live an overflow life. Hallelujah. Amen. Have you come across one before? No. Everybody wants to enjoy an overflow life. Abundance life. Hallelujah. We don't want to live a life of lack. Not at all. None of us. And as a matter of a God created all of us to live a life of abundance. Amen. There is no way in the Bible that the Bible contradicts itself that somebody is going to do it. No, no, no. God created all of us to live a life of abundance. But the problem is us. Hallelujah. Sometimes we want to be humble, but we don't want to pray. Sometimes we want to be humble and pray, but we don't want to seek his face. Sometimes we want to be humble and pray and seek his face, but we, want, we don't want to turn from our wicked ways. Hallelujah. So that there are conditions that we have to obey. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 I have not come across any Apple product or uh, Android or any device that the manufacturer will manufacture and said, this product, I don't want it to be. I don't want this product to function properly. Have you come across one before? So God will never create any one of us to live a life, a life of luck. Am I making sense? None. None. So if we can humble ourselves, humble ourselves, amen, and pray and seek his face, and turn from our wicked ways, then he said he will hear from heaven. And heal our land. Your land can be your finances. Hallelujah. Your land can be your business. Your land can be your career. The land means a lot that can apply to every one of us. If only. Hallelujah. If only. You humble yourself. You pray. You seek his face. And turn away from the things that is not right. Then he said, I'll come down. I will hear. And deal with the everything, every broken thing in our lives. Hallelujah. Amen. It's as simple as that. And I think I've said in Bradford Church a couple of times, I said, I've come to realize that among all the creatures of God, Human beings are the most stubborn. Yes. Yes. And I can explain. Imagine a lion runs from the bush and comes to the house and says, this is where I want to live. He cannot survive. Can it? Imagine the fish runs from the sea and says, no, 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 I don't want to live in the fish anymore. I want to live in the dining room. The fish will not survive. <laughs> imagine the bird says I don't need the feathers anymore I just want to be like a human being 
do you think the bird can live properly and function according to the purpose and the plans of God? No. Hallelujah. All of them, lion knows that that belongs to the bush. The bird knows that that belongs to the air. The fish knows that belongs to the ocean or the river, whatever. By human beings. Hallelujah. Amen. So we are downfall of our problems we are going to. We are the cause. But if we can turn away from our wicked ways, then he said he will hear us. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's move on to another scripture. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19. If you are willing obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Hallelujah. If you are willing and obedient, all of us are willing to be prosperous and live a life of abundance. The problem is the obedience that comes with it. So if you are willing and obedient, the Bible says that you shall eat the good of the land. Hallelujah. Amen. If you are willing and obedient, are you willing? Are you obedient to walk in the overflow? It's a question. Hallelujah. Are you willing and obedient? Amen. If you are willing and obedient, Amen. We shall eat the good of the land. Amen. We are, we are, we, all of us are willing to live a certain life. All of us. But not all of us are ready to obey. Hallelujah. To obey the word of God. Not all of us. Hallelujah. But my dear sister, my dear brother, if we can really obey the word of God, for the willing, all of us are willing. That is why we are here. That is why we go to work. That is why we serve God. But the obedience is where the problem is. Not partially. Not 70% of it. Not 50% of it. No 80% of it. No 90, 99% of it. 100% that's what God wants from us. And the grace is available if you want to be obedient. The Holy Spirit will guide you to be obedient to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So, in the book of Galatians, Paul says something. Galatians chapter 6, verse 7. It says, do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also weep. Hallelujah. If you choose to be humble, you only, to be humble only, you have the results of being humble only. 
Does that make sense? Yes. If you choose to be humble and pray and seek the face and maintain the way, the, some crooked ways and some dodgy ways in your life, then you are going to get the results of your humbleness and your prayer and some other things that you do and leave the rest. So whatever a man sows, so if you sow humbleness and prayer and, and still seek, stays with certain things that is not right in the eyes of God, then you are going to reap whatever you sow. Does that make sense? We are talking about overflow, please. And the thing that can help us to, what, to enjoy this abundance life. God is not limited with resources. Hallelujah. He can cause 20 of us, 100 of us, million of us in this room to own or to have about trillion, trillion dollars each. And the resources will still not be what? Amen. His resources are unlimited. If only. So do not be deceived that when you go out there and do certain things, that thing can prosper you. No, 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 no. Pure and and, 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 and divine blessings come from God only. Unless you want to use the crooked ways. In the book of Matthew chapter 4 verse 4, Jesus says something. He said, man shall not live by bread alone. Am I making sense? So don't be as poor. The only thing you have is money. The only thing you have is money. I mean, Minister Biola was leading a prayer earlier when he said the celebrities and so they have the money but they don't have peace they have the money but they don't have joy hallelujah amen, amen. so money alone is not enough we are not talking about money we are talking about wealth wealth is different from what from money riches that everything about you in the book of Psalm 71, verse 12. David says something. He said, God, increase my greatness and comfort me on every side. Hallelujah. Just want you to be great and have challenges around you. But he said, increase my greatness and comfort me on every side of my life. Comfort me in my greatness. So God can comfort, can cause that abundance over your life and comfort you on every side of your life. Amen. Amen. We are building something. So we are now heading to the main point. So I think I've talked a little bit and don't know what these things relate to the topic or not. So take heed. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 1. Hallelujah. I believe we are following, isn't it? Okay, Hebrews chapter 2 verse 1. It says, Therefore we, we must give the more endless heed to the things we have heard, lest we drift away. Hallelujah. So, so today, that is my message focus. Take heed. Hallelujah. To the things that Reverend preaches here. Take heed to the things you hear, you read, you study in the scriptures. Hallelujah. 
least we drift. Least we drift. Hallelujah. And one dangerous thing about drifting is that you don't go suddenly, slowly. Slowly you have missed the mark. Slowly you have missed the blessings. Slowly you are drawing away from God. Hallelujah. So take heed of these things. If you want a divine abundance, take heed. Humble yourself. Stay focused. Pray to God and turn from what it is. Amen. Take heed. Take heed. The greatest enemy which I've stated from the little I know I've come to realize the greatest enemy. I will never pray the prayer of bomb my, my father's enemies. I don't know why it's always father's enemies, not mother's enemies. <laughs> The father's, uh, uh, father's uh, house, uh, uh, demons or whatever. Always in the father's house, but not in the mother's house. That's not fair at all. <laughs> Always in the father's house. As if there's no demons in the mother's house. Hmm. Fathers. Hallelujah. So I've come to realize that the greatest enemy is ignorance. It's not the devil. In your house. That's the greatest enemy. Ignorance. Hallelujah. It's not the demons who fly in the night in your village or my village or wherever. No, 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 no. It's ignorance. Bible says he has given its authority all over all the demons, principalities, the powers of darkness. Hallelujah. It's ignorance. So if you can obey the word of God, obey the word of God. Hallelujah. And not turn to the left or right. As he told Joshua, you shall meditate on this word day in and day out and you shall make your way prosperous. Hallelujah. So God said, I've made everything. Everything is, is in place. I finished. Only make Meditate on this word day in and day out and do not turn to the left or to the right. Focus on the word and you will make your way prosperous. So take heed. The greatest enemy to man is ignorance. Hallelujah. Amen. It's ignorance. So I've written something here. I don't know. I said the key to abundance blessing is knowledge. And the key to knowledge is the truth. So I'm talking about the word of God. The word of God is the truth. And the key to the truth is God. Hallelujah. Amen. And the key to the truth is God. The God is the source of the truth. Hallelujah. So the key to abundance blessings is knowledge. And the key to knowledge is the truth. And the key to the truth is God, the creator. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So God is a faithful God. He is a faithful God. But we are never faithful. 
Hallelujah. We are not faithful. So quickly, because of our time, I want to jump into some few reasons that we can look at. So I said things that can cause us to drift. Things that can cause us to drift. And I was contemplating between two points, which one should come first. But after a few prayer times with God, and I realized one of them is very important, has to come first. Lack of understanding. Understanding. Insight. Hallelujah. Amen. Lack of understanding. We don't understand God. We don't understand God, so we drift away from God. We drift away from God. We drift away from the principles. We drift away from his word. We drift away from the thing that can make us uh, what he has called us to become. Hallelujah. Amen. Lack of understanding. Which I call advanced knowledge. Knowing what will happen as a result of your actions today. Knowing what will happen as a result of your actions today. Amen. Amen. I think a few months ago, a couple of months ago, or thereabouts, Reverend preached a little bit about wisdom and understanding. He made a statement. And he said, the difference between an average student and a clever student is understanding. Yes. It's understanding. You are sitting in the same classroom. Listen to the same lecturer. The difference between these two is understanding. One understands it better than the other one. Hallelujah. So the one will get a higher grade than the other one. Not because he pays too much attention. Maybe he pays too much attention. Not because he comes on time. Not because he's regular. Maybe he's regular some of the time. But the main thing in here is understanding. Hallelujah. I've been in a class where some students, when the moment you mention the topic, is so as for this topic, maybe I'll come, maybe I'll not come. They have a certain level of understanding. They can choose not to come, but let the exams come. Oh, yeah. They will get what they want. Understanding. Hallelujah. Lack of understanding can cause you to drift from God. And God is the most understood. God. We don't understand him. So people turn away from him every now and then. When he says yes, we say no. When he says no, we say yes. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So let us go into some scriptures. We are going to read some few scriptures. We're going to spend a bit of time on this one. Lack of understanding. If Adam and Eve knew the consequences, the consequences, if they understood the consequences of eating that fruit, just a fruit, they would have run away. Hallelujah. If Saul knew that burning the, uh, the offering on the altar which he 
he was not allowed to do. He was not supposed to do. It's not his responsibility to do that. If he knew that doing this little thing can cause him to lose the kingdom, he wouldn't have done it. Hallelujah. Just a fruit. So Adam and Eve thought that just eating this fruit, after all, is nothing. That has brought a whole lot. So your action today, do you understand them? The things you are doing. Hallelujah. The things you are doing, do you have any understanding of them? You come to church today, the following three months or three weeks. Hallelujah. You are doing something and your parents says, hey, this is wrong. This is not right. Do you have the understanding of the things you are doing? Lack of understanding. So we do things anyhow. Thinking that God can accept it. Thinking that when I sin, well, God will forgive me. Yes, God will forgive you, but you mix a mark. Hallelujah. The journey from Israel, I have never been to Egypt and Israel before. God willing, this November, thereabout, I'll be there. Yeah. You'll also be there. Good. My colleagues have been there. They say it's not foul at all. Which didn't take probably 30 days by walk. But because of lack of understanding of God. It took them 40 years. Hallelujah. Amen. So we have to be very careful of what we do today. And everything we do today has consequences. Amen. I don't know if I'm making sense. The place is so quiet, so I don't know if I'm making sense or I'm not making sense. Amen. So advanced knowledge very, very understand what you are good. Do you have any idea what is going to come out of it? Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 to 7. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Trust in the Lord. Hallelujah. And lean not on your own understanding. Timothy chapter 2 verse 7. Please, if you can quickly do it for me, please. Second Timothy chapter 2 verse 7. Sorry. Consider what I say and may the Lord give you understanding in all things. Hallelujah. Consider what I say. So this is Paul. 
He said, consider what I say. And may the Lord give you understanding in all things, in all things, in everything you want to do, about to do, thinking of doing. May the Lord give you understanding of things so that you don't drift away from God. And as a matter of fact, if you use a train or a car or whatever, let's use a train. If a train begins to drift a little bit from the track, where does it end? You are thinking it just a little bit, just a little bit, not too much. A little bit of drift from the track. Hallelujah. It goes straight somewhere. Just a little bit. I was listening to one pastor about a year about and I laughed. He said a young man came to him, his church member. I don't know why I'm giving this example, but I don't know. And the man came and he said, he has a problem. And the pastor said, no problem. What's the problem? He said, I am married, but I have a side chick. <laughs> and, and, and the pastor asks him, does your wife know? He said, yes. He is suspecting that he's doing so and so. And he asks him, does your psychic knows? He said, yeah, he knows, but he doesn't have a problem. It's always the case. Yes, 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 yes. He doesn't have a problem. Hallelujah. But the, the problem is that the wife... The problem is the wife. Amen. So when you bring it down to our Christian work with Christ, the devil doesn't have a problem when you drift from God, a little bit from God. He doesn't have a problem. A bit of him, a bit of God. No worries. He's cool. But God is not cool. Hallelujah. Amen. God is not cool. God is like your wife. He doesn't want to share you with anybody. He has a problem. But the psychic, the enemy, oh, I am cool with it. A bit of me, a bit of the Jehovah, I am fine with it. I am cool with it. You stay there, stay there. Stay there. So drifting, drifting, not totally, no, no, just drifting a little bit. The devil is cool with it. But Christ is not cool with it. Hallelujah. Amen. So God, he said, that Lord give you understanding in all things. All things, all things that comes your way. Things that you think about. May the Lord give us understanding. Amen. Because of our time, because our time is going. Let me jump to a few points then. Let's go to the famous... Uh, chapter 4 verse 7. So let me give some few scriptures so that when you go you can, you can read them. Daniel chapter 2 verse 21. Before we read this one please. Daniel chapter 2 verse 21. Psalm 119 verse 34. Luke 24, verse 40 to 46. Okay. So, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. 
And in all your, in all your getting, get understanding. Hallelujah. In, in all your getting, get understanding. People can go extra mile, deviate from God, from presence of God, and get something. Something that has no value, as a matter of fact. Something that when you die today, you will live it, and it will never go with you. So the Bible says, in all your getting, in the way you think you want to acquire this, you want to do this, you want to do whether by crook, whether somebody died, whether somebody faints, whether somebody killed, whatever it is, in all your getting, he said, what? Get understanding. Hallelujah. In everything you do, get understanding. Get understanding. Where I come from, these, these young men and young women can go down mile just for cash. Cash. And within a month, two, three months, they perish. So what's the meaning? What they didn't get understanding? What's the benefit of going astray to acquire X, Y, Z? And perish within a month, within two months. What have you achieved? Hallelujah. In all your getting, in all the things that you are doing, thinking of and planning and whatever, get understanding of it, please. Get understanding. If you can get proper understanding, have the advanced knowledge of what you're about to do, what will be the consequences, what will be the results, what will be the effect, then you think carefully before you do. Amen. Amen. Understanding of missing church. Hallelujah. Of missing church. Amen. Ah, your truth. Yes, what are they? <laughs> Amen. All right, let's quickly go and I want to finish on time so that I can go home. So understanding can promote you. If you are good, understanding understanding promotes. Understanding also elevates. Hallelujah. Amen. So in the book of Ephesians chapter 4 verse 18, Paul said, may the eyes of understanding be enlightened. Your eyes of understanding. So it means understanding of eyes. Be enlightened so that you can see things. Amen. All right, the next one I want to talk about, so that's the first one, lack of faith. Lack of understanding. The next one, total, lack of faith, lack of faith, lack of faith, lack of faith, lack of faith. Hallelujah. When you look around in this country, in this area, in this community, in Bali and beyond, people lack faith. Even the Christians, even us, the Christians, we lack faith in God. Hallelujah. We lack faith. Isaiah chapter 7 verse 9. Can you give me the New Living Translation, please?
the head of Ephraim is Samaria, and the head of Samaria is what? Ramalia. Ramalia's son. If you do not believe, surely you shall not be established. Period. Hallelujah. Period. The head of this person, that person, the head of this person, that person, the head. If you don't believe, you will not be established. Faith. If you don't believe that there is God and God can provide your needs and here and there. If you don't believe. Hallelujah. Exodus chapter 14 verse 1 to 12. Chapter 14. This is when the Israelites lack so much faith. This is when the Israelites lack so much faith. Hallelujah. God promised to deliver them from the promised land, from the land of slavery to the promised land. They lack so much faith in God that they disobey God every now and then on the way. Every now and then on the way. Every now and then on the way. Hallelujah. And when you look at the life of Jesus also, his people in the hometown, in the book of Mark chapter 6, verse 2 to 6, the Bible said they could, he couldn't do much greater and powerful things. He couldn't deliver and do miracles in his own time because of lack of faith. Hallelujah. If you don't have faith in God, you'll drift. Anything anybody says, you follow. Oh, these days, you don't serve God. One of the things, when I came to this country, people bombed so many times with the fact that oh, this part of the country, we don't serve God the way you to serve God where you're coming from. No, 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 no. Here, you do it gentle. When you have time, go. If you don't have time, you don't have time. Lack of faith. Hallelujah. So you see, typical example of the, what you call the Israelites in the book of Exodus chapter 14, verse 1 to 12 and 16, and chapter 16, verse 3, and also in the life of Jesus Christ in his own hometown. And also see that in, in Thomas, when Jesus uh, appeared before them. He said, no, I want to see the wound. I want to see the wound in your palm before I can believe it's you. Lack of faith can lead you, can cause you to drift away from what? Away from God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. The next one I want to talk about, inconsistency. In, your inconsistency in church. Your inconsistency in church. Hallelujah. Your inconsistency in church. Amen. Absenteeism. Always you're absent with excuses. Inconsistency. Acts chapter 2, verse 46. Let's read some few scriptures then. Then I got two more that we finish. Acts chapter 2, verse 46. So it's a continually with one accord in the temple. Continually one accord in the temple. And breaking bread from house to house. Continually. Continually. Hallelujah. Continually. Acts chapter 1 verse 21 to 22. Continually. 
Therefore, of these men who have accompanied us all the time that the Lord Jesus Christ went in and went out and went out and out among us, accompany us all the time. Hallelujah. Accompany us all the time. All the time. All the time the, the Lord Jesus went in and out among us. All the time. Beginning from the beginning from the baptism of John to the day when he was taken out from us. All the time. Consistency. Consistency. Being in the church or in the presence of believers prevents you from so many things. It stops you from going astray. It stops you from looking at certain things. It stops you from touching certain things. It stops you from unnecessary gossip. It stops you from so many things. Because of your presence, you may not be singing. You may not be playing the drums. But just your presence here. Hallelujah. In the time of David, when the Bible says when men went to war, instead of David to go to war, he chose to stay, and he saw something, and something led to something, and something led to something. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So when it's time for service, let us be here. Either on Zoom, let us join. In presence, let us be here. Wherever we are going, please let us all go together. Amen. It will stop you from so, so many things, prevent you from so many things. My phone is on silent. Your phone may be on silent. When somebody calls you, want to say certain things that will make you also say certain things, you miss the call in order to avoid so many things. Hallelujah. Oh, he said this and this person did. You miss the call, period. If you're able to call back, maybe the tension and the plans he planned to talk about in there, maybe that thing would have probably disappeared. You've been called back. Hallelujah. Amen. So Psalm 27 verse 4, David says something. He said, one thing I ask of the Lord, that I may dwell in her house all the days of my life. He didn't ask for money. No fame. Hallelujah. He said, one thing I ask of the Lord, that I may dwell in his house all the days of his life. Hallelujah. Only one thing he has of the Lord. So this guy had a certain understanding of God. A certain level of He said, one thing I ask of the Lord. I mean, imagine you go to God, you go to Queen Oh, no more Queen Elizabeth. You go to Prince Charles. Hey, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. King, I'm sorry. You go to King Charles and he said, what can I do for you? What do you want for me? He said, one thing I'll ask of you, that I may dwell in Buckingham Palace all days of my life. Hallelujah. Because dwelling in Buckingham Palace, do you know what it means? It means that naturally your spirit is intact. That one alone. Your supply food, hey, 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 hey. That one is a second, it's another level. You don't have to think about food. Eat to go to Costco or Audi or Tesco or Sainsbury's. No, 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 no. Even the house of the king, you will never lack anything. Hallelujah. 
So he said, one thing I ask of the Lord, I may dwell in his house. So dwelling in the house of the Lord has so many benefits. Has so many benefits. So many benefits. Hallelujah. So many benefits. So many benefits. Amen. Hebrew chapter 10 verse 25, you can read that one on your own place. And Luke chapter 24, verse 52 to 53, talks about things over there. The next one I want to talk about is distraction. 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 Hey, people can cause you. Peers can cause you. Friends can cause you. Your mother, if you are not careful, your mother, your parents can even cause you to distract from God. Your husband can cause you. Your wife can cause you. Distraction. They can say, I mean, bombard you with some certain, certain things. In your years, every now and then, they will distract you. Hallelujah. Amen. They will distract you. They will distract you. Hallelujah. They will distract you. The Pharisees distracted. How they distracted uh, Peter and Co. They distracted them from beginning of the ministry. Distracted them. Everything they do, they say. You don't do this. Don't say that. We bound you. Don't go here. Don't do this. People will distract you. Hallelujah. But what you have to do is what? To remain focused. Stay focused. Amen. Stay focused. Stay focused. Jesus stayed focused. David, at the point before he was able to kill Goliath, he had to overcome so many distractions. Even his own brother said, hey, what, do you, what are you doing here? Why have you come here? Go and look after the ship. Who have you left the ship with? A whole lot of distractions. But he was the key man to bring down Goliath. He was distracted many times. But he overcame the distraction. And that was the beginning of the greatness and the good things in David. Hallelujah. Amen. So you'll be distracted. No matter what it is, you'll be distracted. The enemy has a way of distracting you. He can cause people to say so many things about you. Lie about you. I mean, I mean all sorts of things. That can distract you. And you say, oh, as for this check thing, it's not working. So the more I do, the more they talk about me. Hallelujah. The more I do, they talk about me. The more I do, they gossip about me. The more I do, they... Distraction. Amen. So let's take one scripture from here. First Corinthians chapter 7, verse 35. Just one scripture, then we'll continue. And this I say for your own profit and not that I may put a lash on you, but for what is proper and that you may serve the Lord without distraction. Hallelujah. You may serve the Lord without distraction. Without distraction. So overcome distraction is another thing. Hallelujah. But the grace is sufficient to help you to overcome every distraction. Amen. I talked about David a little bit. 
First Samuel chapter 17, verse 28 to 47. The story is there. When he went to the battlefield to give food to, the, to his elder brothers, and they, they demanded him to go back, back, back to home, home and go and look after the sheep. And he said, I'm not going. I'll fight this Goliath. This uncircumcised Goliath, I'll fight him. And the Bible says he defeated Goliath. Amen. The last one I want to talk about. I think our time is up. Societal influence. Hallelujah. Societal influence. Societal influence. Amen. Societal influence. Where you live, the friends you have, the people that you work with, they can also influence you. They can also influence you. So be careful. Hallelujah. Be careful of them. Be careful of them societal influence. They will influence you to take you away from the presence of God. From the presence of God. John chapter 15 verse 19. John chapter 17 verse 11. First John chapter 2 verse 15. I think we have. So let's take John chapter 15 verse 19. Maybe one scripture in. Bring the service to a close. If you were of the world, the world would love its own. Yet because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Hallelujah. They will hate you. They will try to influence you. They will try to influence you to follow them. To follow them. To follow them. Amen. Take heed. I think I've given a scripture because of our time. I want this to take heed of yourself. Take heed. And Hebrew chapter 2 verse 8, therefore we must give the more endless heed to the things we have heard lest we drift away. The things we hear from here, the things we hear from men of God, the things you hear from the, the Bible, the things you study from the Bible, take heed, lest you drift. And once you drift, you miss the blessings of the Lord. Hallelujah. Only the blessings of the Lord are at no sorrow. All other things, some crazy things the young people do today, it has so much sorrow, so much pain. So much pain. So much pain. The blessings of the Lord. It adds peace, a perfect peace to you. If you believe, put your hand together for the Lord.